from the basement of Rubies on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runts and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've gone banana Hello, cake Hello, welcome to the uh, second cake. season of the Pros from Dover My name is Matt I'm Jim And uh, it's it's really nice to see you again It's now, good to see you Yeah, yeah, yeah I missed you, man uh, A little bit of vacation, a little <laughs> bit of uh, uh, under the weather A little bit of uh, life getting in the way And, and uh, a little bit of Midwestern snow apocalypse oh jeez yeah oh, that man. was yeah yeah exactly yeah although i think uh a couple people we know a couple friends of the show probably wish there was a home game during that <laughs> yes <laughs> and 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 you know who you are and i hate you <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we got we got a few things to talk about i'm really glad to be back in the saddle yeah i'm excited about this season um we got some new stuff coming up first of all if you're listening to this um you probably already know we posted this a couple of different places but we are now on apple podcasts yes so that took uh, a little bit of uh coercing a little bit of uh you know uh, a little bit of well we you know we had to we had to massage Stephen jobs Nether part corpse. <laughs> yeah, he's been dead for years. To you, which <laughs> I think to everybody, I'm not happy about it or anything. I know. I'm just anyway, stating it's a fact. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So, so we're yeah. So we're back. We're back in the saddle. We're back, baby. Yeah, um, we're gonna talk about the new season. We're gonna talk about transfers. We're gonna talk about some other stuff. Yeah. Um, um, I want to get I want to get right into it. Talk about the new season first yeah. of all. Um, we've got uh, kind of back to a little bit more of a normal quote unquote schedule for MLS. Um, most I think everybody in the Eastern Conference we're going to play home and away this year. Yeah, uh, and then select Western Conference games as opposed to just playing uh, Austin and Seattle. Um, which right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so I understand what you mean by normal, but yeah. is normal us? Starting the, the the regular season in February. No, but I but I think that that I mean it's it's only a week earlier. I know it's I, know. I mean for for yeah. a few years now, uh, you know, barring global pandemics or anything like that, we've been starting the season at the beginning of March. So this really isn't. Um, I know. I know. It's not really I'm a stretch. Just, yeah. Yeah. I'm I, just I'm just being a whiny bitch. I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's February 26th, so it's it's. Uh, I think the snow got got all its wiggles out. Hopefully, we're going to have a uh, a decently crisp match, but not uh, freezing cold. Um, one can dream uh, against uh, historic rival Vancouver, um, <laughs> yes. which is I, I'm a little bummed that we didn't get our normal rivalry rivalry week game against uh, Sandy uh, San Jose. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I know Vancouver. I'm I'm trying to think. Um, 
you know, it's a long running joke between my friend Dave and I, the, the, the guy who I, we did a podcast when you were. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Oh, it was very good. Other than, you know, he kept clanging his dishes. Yes. Because yes. he enjoyed my food so much. But but our kind of running joke is that we have literally seen Saprisa, the Costa Rican team, mm-hmm. live in Columbus more than we have seen Vancouver. That is, <laughs> I'm trying to think. So the first, I mean, I, I and and the thing is, it's a joke. Yeah, it's also not an exaggeration. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying I've to... seen Saprisa at least three times. I think I've seen Vancouver once or twice. When was the last time we played the Whitecaps in Columbus? I remember. I can tell you the first time, the first season they were in the league, which I think was 2012, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, Either twelve or thirteen. It was there was a weather delay on that game, um, and it was a. I don't think it was much, but it was it was a bit of a weather delay, and I was still at my old house. Yeah, that's how I know um, that it was prior to twenty thirteen. The, the, the your old house meaning not where I lived with you. Yes, correct. Okay, yeah, all right. Everybody, everybody now listening to the show obviously knows where that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So thanks. <laughs> Um, so yeah, starting the season off with the Vancouver Whitecaps, then uh, traveling <laughs> to our biggest rival, the San Jose Earthquakes. From yes, two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're getting both major rivals out of the way the first two weeks. I don't know what we're going to do with the rest of the season, but um, I do. I, I do want to point out a couple of a couple of highlights. I think a lot of people, including myself, thought that because of this compact schedule, we were going to get a lot more uh, midweek games. Yeah, we only have two home midweek games. Yeah, they're both in August. Um, Wednesday the third against Montreal, and then uh, the thirty first against Miami. So the big bookend August with Wednesday games. There are no other midweek games, obviously, barring the Open Cup, which I'm, I'm sure right. will, yeah, be, a, sure. will yeah. be a midweek yeah. game. Um, we play uh, two. Uh, I'm sorry, three midweek away games. Uh, we have a away game in Toronto in June. Uh, an away game in D.C. in uh, July, which I hope to be attending. Uh, oh, in a, when in July? Uh, July 13th. Oh, um, it's right after my birthday. Yeah, it's the day before my wife's birthday, so I'm going to have to get back the next day very quickly. Um, well, we can just, you know, here's the deal. Uh, I'll just take your wife out to the game. Yeah, it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, an away, it's an away game. That's the, um, so yeah, it's perfect. Uh, and then Tuesday, uh, Tuesday the 13th in Miami, which is weird. We have a away game on a Friday in Montreal and then an away game on a Tuesday in Miami. I wonder if that's bookending some sort of international break. <laughs> <Probably>, <laughs> some sort yeah. of really tiny international break. <laughs> yeah. So, so one of my best friends who lives in England, um, he's been sort of, uh, I mentioned to him that like, well, you know, I'm not working right now. And mm-hmm. so I'm like thinking about going away for, you know, a few days. And he's like, oh, well, you want to, you know, um, I don't, I don't know if uh, fans of the pod know that uh, my my team is Bradford City, which is a team in the second division of basically the fourth tier of, of yeah. English football. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I am planning an away trip uh-huh. to southeast southwest England mm-hmm. uh, in about a month. Nice. Going to see Bradford City away. At Forest Green Rovers. Okay. Forest Green are the only vegan football club on the planet. <laughs> Which is just... Um, 
they are a carbon neutral club uh-huh. where they do not serve any meat at all on uh-huh. the, in the ground. How do they mow their grass? Um, I think that they have goats. <laughs> I hope they have goats. <laughs> anyway, so so my plan is to spend spend a few days um, in the southwest of England, um, soaking in the, uh, the 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 cold English rain, checking out um, my my beloved Bradford City losing because they lose every match now. Yeah, uh, to Forest Green. Um, and having a vegan hot dog or a vegan burger, and then uh, heading over to Bristol to hang out with some other friends yeah. and check out whatever the music scene is there. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, this is this is what I do in my dotage. Yeah. 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 It must be nice to be fun employed. <laughs> back yeah. back to the schedule. I want to yeah, I want to so, go over. So we're, so we're playing. So we're playing Vancouver at home. Yeah. And then San Jose away. Uh, two more games in 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 March. And I don't want to read the entire schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Out, but sure. like, um, I do. I want to touch on a couple of highlights. So. Um, Home against Toronto is actually the second home game, which I think will be will be nice. That'll be um, fun. Yeah, Toronto is an actual exactly. Yeah, uh, Charlotte's. Uh, we are going to be going there on the thirtieth. They're going to be coming thirtieth uh, of July, rather. Uh, they'll be coming here June eighteenth, so we'll get to check them out before we go there. That's another away game that I've been talking about going to. And so Charlotte, they picked up. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. Harrison Awful. Yeah. 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 So nice, yeah, good, good for, for them. them. Yeah, yeah, good for I, Harrison. Good for well, and you know we'll see uh, potentially see Sebastian Berhalter uh, <laughs> first game of the season. Yeah, he's going to the Cats. So yeah, yeah. Um, another another player that I'm like, yeah, it's good. It, yeah. It, it's I hope I hope he finds more playing time because because we had him. I mean, we had him loaned out all season. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's just you know we just don't have space. We just don't have space for him. And uh, you know if they don't want to play, if he doesn't want to play for Crew Two. Um, then, you know, you gotta go somewhere else. Don't blame him. No, don't blame him at all. Exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck and Godspeed unless you're playing us. Um, the, the one thing that I did want to touch on, and this is something that I was talking to a couple people about a little while ago, because I, I do want to go to, uh, the DC game in, in July away. Um, cause I've not been to Buzzard Point yet. Um, the, the stadium there, I've, I've been to a bunch of games, uh, at, um, RFK. I've never been. I've so I, I went to especially uh you know 2008, 2009, 2010, yeah. etc. Like like early teen 2010s, pretty much every away game in DC was that was just a calendar item for me. Sure, until probably 2014. Yeah. I want to say um for no reason other than I just slowed down and I slowed down on it. Um, and I don't I don't go to as many away games as I as I used to anyway. But um the yeah, the new stadium. I when I went to DC for Christmas, I walked by it, and it's beautiful. Um, Where is it? It, it is south of the Nationals Park, so it's it's Navy in the Navy Yard. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of the Navy Yard that's been re um, recommissioned into uh, commercial space, and well, the baseball stadium and the soccer stadium. Yeah. It's yeah. the same. It's the same metro stop for both stadiums. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so so Matt and I are both kind of geography geeks to the point where, like, when he says, "Oh, it's south of the Navy Yard," yeah, yeah. you know exactly where that is. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's um it's if you uh, if 
you go about uh, if you if you start at Joe Biden's house, <laughs> yeah. you go about thirty blocks south before you get to the river. If you go due south to the river, yeah, that's pretty much where the the uh, DC stadium is. Nice. Um. So yeah. So that's the end. But but the thing is, is that Saturday beforehand, um, <sighs> the crew plays Toronto or plays uh, Chicago. Yeah. And I have not done a crew double since 2009. Wow. Um, because there really haven't been, and this is something that I, I think that I would really, I don't understand why Major League Soccer doesn't try to do this more um, with the away games. Because A, it would save them money. Yeah. But B, it would also, it's just, it, it's something that's exciting for fans. And it's something that I think would promote more away travel. Yeah. Um, have you had it where Columbus is now? Now Chicago, DC is not super close, but it's the it's neither was when I did when, the last time I did it. Which yeah, was I mean, Salt like Salt Detro- Lake, like Detroit, Detroit, Chicago would be a better or or Toronto, Montreal, of course. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, the last time I did it, it was it was Salt Lake, LA. So ah. I mean, that was you know, but it was a, it was a Wednesday game followed by at that for that game a Sunday game. That were within a reasonable driving distance that you could make a little vacation out of. Yeah. Um, and, and the whole point is is that we're talking about going uh, potentially going to uh, you know doing Chicago, driving down to DC, spending a couple of days in DC, going to the game, and then coming home. Right. There are so many teams on the Eastern Seaboard. There are so many teams that would that do play Columbus, Cincinnati. Would be perfect for this for other teams yes. because you have, um, we'll say Atlanta, for example. Uh, if, A- Atlanta, Nashville. Yeah, well, not, Atlanta, not well I'm saying long. I'm saying Atlanta, Atlanta coming to Ohio. Yeah, yeah, they got they're going to play us both at some point. If you've got if you're booking Wednesday games already, what you're going to do? Why not do a Wednesday in Columbus and a, sat- or a Saturday in Cincinnati or vice versa? The Atlanta people will come. Will come. Will spend more money in the city. It's good for everyone. Yes. Uh, and the team doesn't have to pay for that interstitial. I mean, they, they might fly from Columbus to Cincinnati, but they're not flying home. They're just they're just spending yeah the extra they're, time out yeah they're where, running a bus yeah they're yeah. they're doing something along those lines and and I don't know I I just think it makes too much sense but I I don't I, know if. Uh, Major League Soccer cares. Well, so, you know, I've been, um, during our, you know, hiatus, I'll say, um, I've been watching a lot of videos about MLS. Mm -hmm. And um, the the one thing that I'm picking up from this is that the the league, basically, their, their approach right now is there's so much money. They're just throwing millions of dollars yeah millions of dollars at every problem mm-hmm. so um the cost of atlanta or nashville uh-huh. um flying to cincinnati then playing cincinnati then columbus in the same week and then flying home that the the marginal cost of that they don't care oh yeah it's not it's not a major mar- marginal cost i understand this isn't minor league hockey this yeah. isn't. This it, isn't a. a it, and and, <clears throat> and and I think this is this is one of the issues that I want to get. I want to dig into with with this podcast. Not necessarily now, but but over this season is that 
this is a league that has so much money yeah. that they don't know how to spend it wisely. Yeah. And what I want more than anything else is for the league to spend this money more wisely yeah. than they have been. Um, and I think that they've been doing a, a fairly good job of it. Um, but I think that they could actually do a better job of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. I, I, it's, it's one of those, the, 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 especially away travel and, and things along those lines. It's something that, that the league loves to highlight. Yeah. I just, I don't think they, they really care about it. I mean, well, they, they love, they love to put it in their video packages. Yeah. Right. But I don't think they actually do anything. They don't do it. To, they don't do anything to promote it. No, no they don't. No, they don't. No, no. And the thing is, is they could. Yeah. How, how cool would it be video package wise for them for, for as a as a video producer yep. if you could for example uh, book Seattle uh, to play Austin and then Houston within within three four days of each other right yeah do you know how many people from Seattle are gonna fly down for those games? Um, I'm sure several thousand. Yeah, and then it's yeah. a story that you get to tell your advertisers about how passionate your fans are. Yeah, yeah. That's I, that's the whole. I mean, that's the whole idea. It, and for me, it's just selfishness because I want to be able to go to more away games and turn them into little mini vacations. Because right, 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 you know, yeah. it's it's just it, it, going to. It is very hard for me to convince my wife that it's a good idea to fly to. Uh, Denver to go to a soccer game, but if I fly to Denver and then we go to Salt Lake and we put a little vacation in between, yeah, then it's way easier for me to do that. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's where my thought process is. Well, here. and and I don't think again, I don't think the league is doing enough to promote this. No, not at all. And there and this is you know this will be an issue, and I think that you know in a lot of ways they are not wrong in. What they want to concentrate on right now is um, TV. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah, they they are more interested in getting five hundred thousand, which is insane, but it's whatever. Five hundred thousand crew fans to watch an away game at Salt Lake yeah. than five thousand fans going to an away game at Salt Lake. Yeah, totally. Yeah, which is understandable. Um, but man, I would just love, yeah, I, I, I don't visit this country enough and I would love to be able to go to like Seattle or Portland or San yeah. Jose or whatever and, and see away games. But there's no, there's no good reason for me to do that yeah. right now. Yeah. So speaking of away games, I do want to point this out real quick. This was something that, uh, somebody brought up the other day and, and I, I dug a little bit more into it. Uh, the crew away at FC Cincinnati on um, August 27th. SeatGeek already has tickets in the lower bowl for $45 for this game. Oh, really? In Cincinnati. Oh. Um, there are a bunch of tickets in Cincinnati for this game that are basically just going for face value on SeatGeek. There you um, go. All right. There's a bunch of upper bowl tickets that are doing the exact same thing. Now, it... I know that like there probably is going to be a, a Nordeka lottery or you know which which you know that's that's neither here nor there. That's probably how they're going to allocate 
allocate the away tickets for this yeah. for this game because there will not be enough. The demand will outreach or will outmatch the uh, the supply right. on this. Um, but right now, I could pick up two tickets for Hell Is Real on SeatGeek for thirty bucks a piece. And I may do that before this podcast is over. Well, yeah, get me one too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. Well, yeah, there's there's a group of three. So yeah, um, do it. Do yeah. it. And um, worst case scenario, we record a podcast live in Cincinnati. I mean, we definitely should do that because yeah. it would be hilarious. It but would. Yeah. I um, <laughs> you know, worst case scenario, I just turn around the week of the game and flip them for sixty bucks. <laughs> I know, or ninety. <laughs> ninety bucks and some chili on. Uh, bad spaghetti. Oh no, thank you. No bad chili on <laughs> spaghetti's fine. And spaghetti, I don't, I don't know how you'd fuck up spaghetti, but uh, I mean, there's ways. But yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, okay, so enough about the schedule. Should we? Uh, I do want to talk about one other thing. Just uh, well, or we can tease it. Oh well, no, it. no, no. Let's do we it. We can talk about it in a second. I, Carolina Challenge Cup. Yeah, is coming up. This, is coming that. up yeah. this weekend. And then, so. then we'll do some. Uh, Little angel maintenance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, Carolina China, China uh, the Carolina uh, Challenge, Challenge Cup? Cup. Sorry, yeah. Did you have a stroke? Yeah, I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do I smell toast? Yeah, do you? I'm really concerned. Uh, Carolina yeah. Challenge Cup is coming up. Uh, Saturday is the first match. Um, so the teams in the Carolina Challenge Cup this year: Columbus, uh, Charlotte FC, Inter Miami, and uh, the Battery. Uh, so battery obviously hosting as they do every, every year. Um, I was, I was not not concerned. Concerned is the wrong word there. I was uh, surprised to learn because I just don't pay attention to it that much. The crew are two time defending Carolina challenge champions. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's because you're not a real fan. No, of course I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am, uh, I'm as astroturfed as they come. Um, yeah. Uh, Inter Inter Miami versus uh, Crew, uh, one o'clock on Saturday. Um, I am trying to find out. I, I actually tweeted at uh, the Charleston Battery because I, I did not get an answer. I, I couldn't find an answer anywhere if they're streaming it this week. Yeah, so, I don't know that they um, are. They yeah. usually do. That's yeah. the thing. They yeah, usually I put know. it on yeah. YouTube or something along yeah. those lines. Um, so I hope they are because it's those are fun games to watch. They are. Um, yeah. If they don't, it's not the end of the world. But it's one of those where it's like, yeah, it'd be cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, February 15th, uh, the crew versus Charlotte at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so the, the businessman special there. Um, yeah. And then uh, match day three, uh, battery versus crew on Friday, February 18th at 8 o'clock. Uh, that'll, wrap, that'll wrap it all up. I think we always end up playing Charleston in the last game of the Carolina Challenge Cup. Yes, we do. It, it used to be, I think it used to be that they regarded DC as like their fun rival. And I think they've they've gotten to the point where they, for some reason, don't like us. Uh, which I'm fine with. Yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah. cute. Yeah. Uh, and good for them. And and, and also, you know, in, in complete fairness, um, Charleston's, you know, that's awesome that they have that sort of support down there. Uh, oh, especially God, for yeah. a sm- smaller city like that. Um, it's, it's great. They've got their own stadium, uh, which is super cool. And they put together, uh, some cool stuff. And now, uh, because of Breeze Airways, there's direct flights there. <laughs> well, I mean, so I, I think that, you know, anyone who has listened to this podcast for any length of time knows that I'm a big fan of what I will call 
the ACC uh, American football community. Yes. Yeah. The the the, the sort of from um, you know I don't know like the Hampton Roads yeah. area down the down the East Coast to to Savannah. Yeah. Um, it's it's a part of the country that I've spent some time in. Yeah. And um, it's a huge, huge, huge soccer community. Yeah. And um, they deserve everything. Like, like Richmond, Savannah, Charlotte, all these, all these towns. They really need. They need to be um, understood as as great. Supporters yeah. of American Char- football. Charleston is a great, um, uh, great city, just in general to visit. Yeah, oh uh, god, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've really great, enjoyed great it's, food. Yeah, great fun history. Yeah, fun yeah. historic stuff. I wish they'd name a few things, a few less things of, uh, after Confederate generals, but you know, yeah, uh, well, we're making slow progress in the South. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, we can we can kind of take a little bit of that uh, off the table. Um, right, but yeah. it is it is a very uh, it's a very interesting city to visit. From a historic perspective, to to learn about um, things that you know things that happened there, um, beautiful architecture, amazing food, yeah, uh, and a whole bunch of really cool dive bars that you can just get super drunk at and then uh, end up walking to the ocean with one of your friends at like two o'clock in the morning and then having to carry her back. Not not that any of us have ever not, done. No, that. no, I have no idea what you're talking never about. Happened. No, yeah. definitely didn't happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that's that's my my Charlotte or Charleston thoughts. I keep yeah. saying the wrong city. Um, so let's here let's close down this segment, and then we'll talk about other um, housekeeping stuff in the next segment. That sounds great. We're the pros from Dover. Stick around. Cheers. We're back to the second segment of the pros from Dover. My name is Matt. He's Jim. Hi, I'm Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you wanted to talk about the uh, the blog you started? Yeah, so I um I I, I um well a, f- a couple of weeks ago I, I started working on some data and I started a, a, a pro from Dover at WordPress.com uh-huh. whatever. Um, basically, what I'm working on is uh, some things that we had talked about a few podcasts ago, which was. Um, the relationship between um, how much the team spend yeah. on on players it's versus success. how how well they do. Yep. And and what I'm, what I'm learning is there's actually like half the time, half the seasons, if you spend less money on on players, you do better. Yep. And so um, I got very fascinated by this, and so I'm. I, I'm. I, what I want to do is a deep dive in this, and uh, it's taken me a little bit longer than I thought it would take. Okay. But yeah, so um, I'm hoping to have some reportage yeah. in the next week or two um, that that listeners can you know read about and we can talk about yeah. that sort of thing. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm seeing is there was. For a very brief period of time, about five years ago, teams were spending more money on players that actually worked for them. Yeah. Um, my, you know, my, I guess what I'm what I'm thinking about is that 
you get guys like Andrea Pirlo or or David Beckham or or whoever, and teams pay a lot of money for these players. Yeah, and they sell a lot of jerseys. They mm-hmm. bring fans, like casual fans, into the stadium. Yeah, but they don't actually perform well. Yeah, they'll produce. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so what I'm hoping to show is that ideally. Um, you get you get people like I don't know like Luca Zellerian or or the equivalent for Atlanta the equivalent for Toronto the equivalent for whoever and these are teams that are spending a lot of money on players who are not necessarily very well known yeah but perform yeah yeah they're not they're not the players that are gonna uh, you know necessarily. Uh, show up on on you know any any of the European pundit shows, but yeah, yeah. but they're they're quality players, yeah. um, and they're coming from uh, not not uh, middle of nowhere or anything like that, but but certainly not where uh, a lot of these they're not coming from Europe. Yeah, uh, is, exactly. Is what, so, is what I mean by that. So um, so I think that's I, the better way to put that. Yeah. So the idea is that what I'm trying to show, and I'm trying to like work on massaging the data, looking at different looking at different ways of looking at the data is that you get guys who are, you know, like late, like late twenties, very talented players who are probably never going to make it in Italy or England or whatever. And that's Mm -hmm. fine, but they're good enough that they can make it in America in a way that, you know, Pirlo or Lampard or Ibrahimovic or whoever is not going to make it. Yeah. Because they're young and hungry. Yeah. And um, this is this is the thing that makes me really excited about MLS is that um, you you've got you've got guys like like Bezbachenko who who know how to identify these players mm-hmm. and they are able to bring them in. And pay them, you know, whatever they're worth, five, ten million dollars a year. But the thing is, they're not they're not marquee players in the sense that, you know, um, your wife or my ex wife would know who they are by name. Yeah. But you bring them out to see the play and they're like, holy shit, this is a really great play. Yeah, I mean, this is, to be to be fair, and I would say this if she was sitting here, if the player's name isn't Frankie Haddock or David Beckham, my wife does not know who they are. It does not care. And, and unless and, they're a current crew player. And, and, uh, and, and that's, but it doesn't care. There's nothing wrong with that. No, that's the point. Yeah, but, that's yeah, the point. The point I'm trying to make <laughs> is that, um, I so that I think that we are entering an era of MOS if uh, you know not to not to be you know weird about it but MLS 4.0 in the sense that we are entering an era of MLS where teams are getting players who are great players yeah who are not they're they're not you know English Premier League Serie A level players but they are good enough to light up this league. Yeah. And that's what we want. 
that that is is exactly what we want. Well, I want I want this is a good uh, uh, transition into one of the sightings that we've had, uh, which I, I thought was very interesting and kind of to that point. Yeah, uh, Milos Degenek. Yes, um, who is. <laughs> Uh, he's a, he's an Australian national team player, which right. is super cool. Yeah, um, yeah. our first player ever um, that is an Australian national. He's uh, he's the first first player that we signed that's ever played for the Australian national. Team. Yeah, it's weird because we you know we've had several Kiwis. We but, have, we yeah. have, and I, I I love the fact that we have. Those are two different countries, Jim. <laughs> Duncan Outen would punch you in the mouth if. Uh, oh 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 oh. Do you are you really telling me that I need to be aware of the fact that that, that New Zealand and Australia are two different countries, especially when you know, um, uh, especially when I have kids who are actually New Zealand residents? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, interesting story behind this guy, though. So um, yeah. I, I don't know if you I, I I read a little bit about him earlier, but um. His family were uh, were refugees uh, during the uh, breakup of Yugoslavia. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's how he ended up. Uh, they ended up emigrating to to uh, uh, Australia in two thousand um, when he was five six years old, something along those lines. Um, and and which is why he's eligible to play for, yeah, for this Australia. Is, this is strangely not an uncommon story. No, it's not. Um, yeah, yeah. There there are several. Um, uh, New Zealand, I'm sorry, uh, Australian internationals yeah. who actually came from the the Slavic republics. Yeah. yeah. So he, um, yeah, they, their family was uh, Serb, Serb Croatian. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and you know we're well, Celtic. They support the IRA. <laughs> and of course, that was Scott who just uh, <laughs> said something that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yes, but Scott uh, is our patron. So. Scott, yes, uh, the old man upstairs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, no, it's 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 interesting. I I we signed. This is something that that we haven't done a whole lot though. Uh, we signed a player for Red Star Belgrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's new. <laughs> yeah, uh, ninety-one champions league. Yeah, I yeah. Know. So I mean, it's it's pulling you know pulling people from. Uh, European leagues and, yeah. and that sort of stuff. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, he looks like uh, you know he's got a really good pedigree. He's a good defender from what I've uh, you know what I've seen um, so far. Thirty five caps for Australia. Yeah, um, yeah. Scored a goal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this guy play. Yeah, is really yeah. my is yeah. really my point yeah. on this. Um, um, my yeah, and my point is, I'm actually kind of excited about the new season. I am a hundred percent excited oh, God, about the new yeah. season. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that um, hopefully, you know, the the few moves because we really haven't made a no. ton of moves, but I don't know if we needed to. Well, I mean, there was the whole um, um, uh, not making the playoffs. Venezuela yeah, issue, yeah. yeah, and so I mean, our if if we and he are comfortable with Pedro Santos being our left back, mm-hmm. sure, I'm yeah. fine, yeah. Um, you know, I have I have I have opinions about lots of things about the team. Yeah, we can talk about them in in the weeks to come before the first game. Um, I'm not I'm. I, I I am okay with with where we are. 
yeah. in terms of the 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 staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm just looking forward to like being there on what is it the 27th, 26th, whatever the Saturday is. I have to look at my calendar. 26th. Okay, I thought it was a Sunday. It's a Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I thought it was a Sunday afternoon, but it is not. Okay. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So I'm going to be writing more on the blog. I'll uh, be tweeting about it uh, personally and with the with the uh, pros from Dover account. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I welcome your feedback. And I think that's all I got. I don't okay. Know, I don't well, know. I'm I'm excited. Uh, we'll we'll tease this. Uh, I don't know when it's going to be coming out because I haven't gotten the first draft of it yet. But uh, uh, we have uh, somebody who's designing a logo for us, yeah. uh, and yeah. uh, it should be pretty fun. And uh, we'll be we'll be putting that out um, a little bit later. Um, so we'll we'll actually have a real logo uh, as opposed to some you know bullshit ms paint thing that i threw together yeah uh i am not a graphic designer nor do i play one on tv so um but yeah i think that's about it um we'll come back uh we'll talk uh talk the end of the carolina challenge cup maybe we'll uh do a little wrap-up episode um as far as that goes um you can do a mid midweek roll i don't know Oh, it'd be beautiful yeah Yeah. we'll see what we see what we got going on um but yeah welcome uh welcome to season two of the pros from Dover. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes Oops, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana, nana, 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 nana